Are you ready to be stirred and receive an impartation of faith to move forward into all that God has purposed for your life? Welcome to the Stirring of the Waters podcast. I am your host, Elaine Haynes. I will be sharing what the Lord has given me through the anointing of the Holy Spirit on the Logos and Rhema words of God. Welcome to Stirring of the Waters. I am your host, Elaine Haynes. Today, episode 15 is a right now word. It's time to dismantle the fence of offense. Recently, I've been experiencing more opportunities for offense than any time previous. Daily, it seems, sometimes multiple times a day. After talking with others, I realized that they are experiencing the same thing. To be honest, it's been shocking how often I want to take the bait. This has not always been the case. I learned years ago that offense will block the anointing. And I'm very careful to not get offended because I know how imperative it is to fulfill my calling to, to make sure that I stay in a place of hearing God and speaking what he says to speak. So as I was now experiencing daily opportunities to be offended, I sought the Lord on what was happening and he reminded me of a word I wrote five years ago on offense and told me to revisit it. Now at that time, the Lord had been speaking to me about the enemy at the gates and some of the tactics being used to keep us from our promises. He was highlighting offense. I had noticed that I wasn't hearing acutely like I usually did. In fact, it had gotten to the point where I wasn't even interested in trying to spend time to hear. I was doing ministry and God was answering my prayers for others. But personally, I wasn't hearing anything. When I realized that I became concerned and really sought him, He woke me the next morning at 2 a.m. and I heard, you can't hear if your heart is hardened. Now that puzzled me. I didn't think my heart was hard. He must have been telling me this cute little phrase for someone else. I needed clarity and I began to look up scriptures on offense. Matthew 5, 29 to 30, Jesus says, If thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out, cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off, and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that the whole body should be cast into hell. Now those are some strong words. Whatever offends, get rid of it. The Apostle Paul even goes so far as to say that if eating meat would cause a vegetarian to stumble, he'd forego eating meat. That's my paraphrase of 1 Corinthians 8.13. Why is it so important? Isn't offense just a little indignation? How is that so bad compared to other sins, right? The dictionary defines offense as illegal act, rule-breaking, or annoyance or resentment brought by perceived insult to or disregard for one's self, one's standards, or one's principles. So it's feeling insulted by someone or disregarded personally about yourself or what you believe. So according to Strong's Concordance, the word offense in the Greek means stumbling block or snare that is placed with the intent to cause one to trip or fall. It includes being enticed to sin, to cause a person to distrust and desert one whom he ought to trust and obey, causing one to fall away, It includes being offended by seeing something in another that I disapprove of and that hinders me from acknowledging his authority. 
and it includes causing to judge unfavorably or unjustly. So clearly, these are all traps of the enemy. So when I read the Strong's definition during that season five years ago, Holy Spirit convicted me and showed me my error. I had formed opinions regarding a leader. I had reasoned, because of my opinions, that they shouldn't be in leadership. I was judging them. I was placing my judgment in a higher position than God's because I was not accepting the truth that he appoints those into positions of authority. So I immediately repented and took action to bless that person. Lo and behold, my hearing returned. With greater clarity than before, my spirit was renewed, and I was on fire with hunger again. And in the course of a few days, God opened doors and brought divine appointments to increase my realm of influence and authority for his kingdom. Now, I'm going to make a note here that if a person is in leadership and they were placed there because of political posturing or worldly ways that someone was put into a position of leadership and, and maybe really that they shouldn't be in it, God still allowed it. And he allowed it for a reason, and he's the judge, and I'm going to get into that. The point is that we have to keep our hearts right and stay humble. So, interestingly, the word offense in the Greek is the word scandalon. And don't we see how the enemy is using all opportunities to whip everything into a seeming scandal? What the Lord showed me is that this is there's a spirit of offense or scandalon. And it is so prevailing that it's manifesting at every turn. It has infiltrated many hearts and minds, and many Christians are getting caught up in it at the, as righteous indignation. So we, should, you know, we, honestly, we should not be surprised and offended by the world. It's Satan's domain, and many are operating in that system, and they're deceived. They're, even many Christians are forgetting that, and they're getting offended on God's behalf. We're in the world, but we're not of it. We're to walk in love and be salt and light, speaking the truth in love. And if offense causes us to be separated from other believers who have other viewpoints, we should be quick to listen and slow to speak and judge nothing before the time and be filter sure that we're filtering through the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generous, gen, excuse me, gentleness, faithfulness, generosity, and self-control. Now, I'm not saying don't get involved when something is wrong because we have to stand up for the truth. The issue is our heart being offended. So what I heard by the Spirit of the Lord is, I am. He, has said, he said this, I am releasing ISAV in the Spirit to allow my people to see correctly and dismantle the fence of offense. Offense is a defense based on pretense and causes division at great expense. Now I had to ponder this and actually looked up the word pretense because I wanted to make sure I was hearing it right. And one of the definitions of pretense is to make believe or fiction to make believe excuse me is make believe not to make not like to make somebody believe but it is is it something that's made up or fiction so when i'm offended i may be responding in defense of something concluded from a wrong perception something i made up in other words and then the only scripture where i have is mentioned is revelation 3:18 where jesus says anoint thine eyes with eye salve that thou mayest see as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Now, strongest concordance in that scripture, Revelation 3.18, defines ISAV as a preparation used as a remedy for tender eyelids. The root word means to fasten firmly together, to join oneself to, to cleave to. So I asked the Lord, well, how does this relate 
to dismantling a fence, because that's what he said, that I'm releasing ISAV in the spirit to allow my people to see correctly and dismantle the fence of offense. So how does ISAB do that, is what I asked him. What I heard him say is that there are many areas where we're so tender, we're so touchy, that our perception of what we see is often incorrect. The ISAB Jesus wants us to use will allow us to see correctly when we're offended, to break the spirit of division and allow the body to be joined in unity. We know how important unity is to God and how the enemy loves to divide. Offense is one of his favorite weapons, and we can certainly see it being used in every realm of society. Our adversary is well aware of the timing of God and the ensuing kingdom advancement, and he's going to use every tactic possible to hinder us from going forward. And offense is one of his favorites, and you can see it worldwide. You can see it among the body of Christ. The enemy will use offense to cause us to stumble, but when we repent, and allow the Lord's eyes have to correct our vision. He will realign us. His government in us increases and we ascend higher. No wonder offense such a favored weapon of the enemy. And Jesus speaks so strongly about it. Praise God. He is releasing eyes so we can see offense and dismantle it. He's increasing focus and clarity in our sight for full alignment to his ways, his order, his authority, and his timings. The enemy wants to keep us from suffering in the flesh and being raised up higher. In Matthew 16, 23, Jesus said to Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Satan was an offense to Jesus because he wanted Jesus to bypass the cross. First, in the temptation in the wilderness, where he offered him all the kingdoms of the world, which Jesus were, it was already going to receive them, but he had to go by the way of the cross. And then again, right before the crucifixion, when Peter said, Oh no, Lord, far be it from thee to suffer these things. And Jesus said, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou art an offense unto me. For thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. In our lives, Satan wants us to react in pride and not humble ourselves and obey the leading of the Holy Spirit, including suffering in the flesh. So what are we supposed to do when we get offended? Jesus says we're to bless those who seem to be our enemies, those who are unfair or unjust toward us. Matthew 5 and 44. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. How can we do that when we feel hurt or angry, when we feel justified being offended? We're to trust God as the lawgiver, the judge, and the enactor of justice. Psalm 119, 165 tells us, Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. If someone does us wrong, God will judge accurately and vindicate us if necessary. And when we recognize his law of sowing and reaping, we can see that maybe what we're experiencing is reaping what we have sown toward others or God himself. Think about that, you know, with attitudes that we have. I'll just give you, give you that just to think about it. Um, he certainly showed that to me in some areas. So we're to have, and we're to have no other gods before us. Pride is the god of self, and it's satanic in nature. So anytime we're exalting self, it's wrong. So now, more recently, I had another situation where I got offended, and it was following a believers' gathering where my husband and I are leading, and I was in what I thought was righteous indignation over how another had been speaking pridefully, arguing, and causing division. So I allowed 
my feelings to fester. And then the Lord showed me my attitude towards this person had it in itself become prideful. So I repented, prayed for that person, and I felt Holy Spirit strongly lead me to bless them. And I did immediately. And once again, there the heavens were opened up and I didn't even realize they were closed. Pride will do that. I may have been, quote, right, end quote, but not recognizing God as the righteous judge and not staying in a place of love and humility was wrong. And it will close the windows of heaven over you. In fact, a few weeks later, another situation came up. And when that person shared their thoughts, Holy Spirit revealed to me why that person had spoken the way that they did initially. It was a stronghold based on a slight error of doctrine. And I was then, in that moment, able to rightly instruct as because the Lord showed me. The Holy Spirit revealed wisdom to me. God ended up, he used all of it and he turned it to good after I repented of my attitude and followed the leading of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is moving continually to have me check my heart. And these days, I mean, I it is just such a walking circumspectly. Now, he told me that at the beginning of the year the Hebraic New Year of this that we're in. He told me that's, that that was the scripture for this year, um, as I've shared in previous broadcasts. Um, Paul exhorts us in Acts 24, 16, and herein do I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense toward God and toward men. And in 2 Corinthians 6, 3, he instructs, giving no offense in anything, that the ministry not be blamed. He goes on to tell us how to do this with much patience in all types of sufferings and how to do it by pureness, by knowledge, long-suffering, kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love unfeigned, by the word of truth, the power of God, etc. Exercising our spirit instead of our flesh and soul. I'll tell you, you know, when we're in a position of pride, I'll say righteous indignation that turns to pride or however it gets there by being offended. When we become offended and full of pride, even if we try to act spiritual, the other person can feel it. They can sense it. Their spirit picks up on it. It's very, very um, distasteful to, to the Holy Ghost. God desires to increase his government in the earth and his government must first be increased in us. We are to be instruments of blessing, trusting God to judge justly. He is the judge. He is the one who knows all things. He's the one to whom all must give account, not us. It isn't about others when we get offended. If we're truly wrong, God will vindicate in his timing and in his ways, perhaps after we learn what we need to learn. And when we become as a little child, trusting God completely in humility and obedience, he will move on our behalf. I have found that most of our offenses are because of things we make up in our head. The Lord said it is a defense based on pretense and causes division at great expense. Defenses are strongholds of pride formed from heart issues, roots of inferiority, insecurity, bitterness, unforgiveness. Those are all strongholds that become our defense mechanisms. When we get close to the gates of new land where the enemy rules and God wants us to take the land back. The enemy will bring an offense that will cause self to rise up. Our feelings, our desires for recognition, our wanting to be right. Or it might be our opinion 
a preconceived notion of how things should look, what we deserve. Self will rise as a defense guarding the heart. Holy Spirit reminded me of times when the disciples didn't understand what Jesus was saying, and rather than asking him to explain, they began arguing about who among them was the greatest. He responded by saying that whoever wants to be greatest must become as a little child. And in another instance in scripture, when this happened, he said that he who would be the greatest would have to first of all be the least, the servant of all. So as I was pondering these things, I saw in the spirit many people en route to the personal gates of promise. Along the way, they were picking up pieces of fencing and erecting a structure that surrounded them as a cage. They were not aware that by building this piece upon piece upon piece, it was blocking them from entering their gate. They were blinded by the structures that they built. The Lord told me this is what a fence does. It builds a structure hindering vision and blocking access. Seeing him with a right heart and humility will bring his wisdom so we can correct our vision, dismantle the fences, and move forward. A fence is one of the main tools, as I said before, the adversary is using to keep us from our land of promise, from our fullness of destiny in Christ, that the enemy is trying to keep us from moving through new gates. God allows this. When we seek him with the right spirit, he will reveal the trickery and those strongholds that are in us so we can break them down, have our vision corrected and overcome. So what about instances where we're offended when we see wrong done to others in what seems very clear evil or injustice? Maybe we say, I can't believe they would do that. Somebody needs to speak up or do something. God may be raising you to speak up. He's certainly raising some to speak up to be his mouthpiece of justice in the earth. Some might be offended by being put in that position. There may be a structure of unwillingness to be a mouthpiece of correction, an arbiter of his justice in the earth. Or maybe they're simply not wanting to have lives, their lives interrupted. It reminds me of the sower and the seed where the weeds choke out the word from having its full course. And one of those weeds is the pleasures of this life. And that's one of those things about not wanting to have your life interrupted with something God is asking you to do. He's putting it on your heart. So God's kingdom is more important than ours or others' feelings, and it's not politically correct. To some, God is saying, see something, say something, in my spirit through love, for they know not what spirit they are of. Be shrewd as a serpent and gentle as a dove. Bring my kingdom to the earth with wisdom from above. There are battles raging that must be fought in the spirit. So this is, this is a different realm of what we're talking about here. It is time to come up higher into the realm of spiritual warfare to press in and hear the strategies of heaven and in his authority decree and declare to enact God's kingdom in the earth. It's another strategy for overcoming offense. Some might be offended and resent God would put that kind of a demand on us. Like rebellious children not wanting to take on the next level of responsibility. God is providing great grace for the task at hand to enable us to rise and take the land. I declare this fence of offense is being torn right now. It is being torn down. It is being dismantled right now. The Holy Spirit is shining his light on areas of offense in your heart and mind. I heard the Lord say many are offended in me because they don't see me in others. They see differences. They allow division in their heart because they do not value my design formed uniquely in each of my children. 
they do not have their vision opened to perceive the glory that will come when each part is in place and functioning for the release of the full measure of the stature of my son in the earth. This has caused blockages, arteriosclerosis of the spirit, and I'm doing surgery right now. You know, people are people are all in a different place. Many are on their journey. Many are just many are just beginning their journey. You know, I've heard people um, really judging. I'll just say, new age people um, who have like the you know many wrong perspectives. You know, and I was there once. And until God shines His light, until you receive proper instruction, until He brings you fully into His kingdom, and He starts dealing with some of those things in our heart, some of those wrong mindsets, the wrong philosophies. You know, people. A man's gift will make room for him. And if there isn't room made in the church, in the body of Christ, for people's gifts, they're going to find an outlet somewhere else. So we always have to be discerning and understanding what is the Lord's mind in this? What what is it that he has created uniquely in each person? And have us be able to see by the Spirit the gifts that he's put inside each one. We all need purity of heart for clear vision to see what God is doing and to discern the tactics of the enemy. God is developing sharpshooters in the spirit so we can take accurate aim at the enemy's plans and advance the kingdom of God. I heard the Lord saying, many are offended because they don't know their true identity. They have a defense built on pretense because they don't know who I created them to be. Now's the time for all to see that their true identity is found in me. I'm releasing my eyes out to expose the fence of offense, to break down structures of defense based on pretense. Let my spirit search the heart, and fences of offense will break apart. The time is now for all to see their true identity is found in me. From this will come the unity that has been my design from eternity. Here's what I have to say about all of that. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us, Holy Spirit. Prick our hearts when our flesh and soul wants to rise up in offense. Bring a coal to our lips in the spirit so we can be quick to listen and slow to speak and turn to you, Lord, for the right response. Thank you for the eye salve you're releasing. Fresh eye salve being released right now, opening of eyes to the blind. We receive it now, Lord God, and we thank you for renewed vision to see accurately. Holy Spirit, Search our hearts, reveal every structure, every lie, so we can perceive ourselves and others accurately and dismantle every ungodly structure. We desire to walk in love and unity by your Spirit to advance your kingdom on the earth. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and for your glory, Father. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Stirring of the Waters podcast. If you like what you heard today, visit ElaineHaines.com, that's A-L-A-N-E-H-A-Y-N-E-S.com, for books, blogs, and spiritual growth. You can follow me on Facebook and subscribe at cpnshows.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. See you next week for the next episode.